0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12 month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. I got one thing more to say, though, before we get to the news, because there is news to get to as we get ready to head to the scouting combine, or at least I get ready to. I don't want to go either at least at least you got a good excuse you're retired i don't enjoy it i'm flat out willing to say it i hate it i hate going i hate that week it's exhausting it wears you out i my my, i have one objective on my on my list come home wow i didn't say any of that shit welcome good morning hello it's bft live here we are we're here. Hey, look at that. I, uh, look at that. That. My, that. My arm's a little bigger. Uh, 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 come on, come to-do home, list. Come yeah. home. That's come good. On, yeah, to-do list. So, I'll come home. <laughs> no, but you know what? Now that I'm here, it's fine. Oh, now it's fine? I was dreading the trip. Dr. Doom strikes again. And, you know, we get into the meat grinder, but... We've done it for so long now, I enjoy it. Like, yeah. we've ripped through a bunch of interviews today, and it's fun conversation. So why'd it's you like have to go all else. negative Nancy there? What, you know how I am. Yeah. I catch a mood, and I just ride it. <laughs> right?
1: Oh, man. I, we should play that for every coach we come up and interview now. Hey, Mike's thrilled
0: to be here. Hey, look at I'm this. I'm happy to be here now. <laughs> I, I reserve the right to change my mind at all right. times, including I reserve the right to change my mind about my opinion on you. Yeah, all right. So you, shut up. Well,
1: hey, let's see. We had, what, two years ago... All right, so three years ago, I threw up on the show. Two years, four years ago, ago. Four years ago. Oh, four years
0: ago. You didn't throw up on the show. You almost threw up on well, the
1: show. Well, I mean, kind of throw up on the show. You're looking at your face. You're you like, yeah, just, I want to look at that guy. He's throwing up. You just
0: made it out of the frame.
1: Right, so you have that. Then was it the next that year? That would explain why I don't want to come. Next, I don't want to get thrown up on it. Well, and then the next year was COVID, right? Or the next year years. was COVID, right, and that was the year where you caught me on a hot mic for somebody going, "Where's Florio at?" I go, "Ah, oh, he's, he's scared afraid of, of COVID." COVID. He's oh, not and I gave you a hard time. And then too. you were pissed at me for I was like, pissed. I was like, "Wait, why is Mike not talking to me for yeah. about a half?" hour? Yeah, I was pissed. Oh, maybe, maybe it's because of like you know, said." It Wasn't, wasn't quite Mike that Psycho, psycho Mike.
0: It was close, but it wasn't quite that. Yeah. So we're here. We're here for the rest of the week. Last year we were here for a short period of time, and it really schedule was different. And that's the thing; it's a long. Long trip, and you're not here for very long, and yeah. it's exhausting. But right. I'm happy that we're back. Good. Now that I'm here, it's it's nice to come back. You drove here?
1: Yes. Okay. Well, you know, somebody's driven drove here. you. Rich yes. people problems. You got it.
0: I've talked rich did people you, problems. Did it's, you? It's, it's, did you it's, update your management. wardrobe for no. Howie Rose? No, I didn't. No? I don't think I all did. Right, those kind of look like new pants. Mm. I have never they seen are, you wear that sweater. They are new pants. Okay. All I don't right, know good. if the sweater's new. Good. What happened was I cleaned out my closet before the Super Bowl and I found a lot of clothes that I had lost because it was just, the closet was the repository of like just threw stuff in. What are you, 12? Are you 12?
1: What do you mean? I mean, what are you? You just throw crap in the closet? Yes. And just, I, I'll see it when I see it again? Yes. <laughs> oh my and it's, gosh. And it's
0: like I just went shopping. I, I found all this stuff. That was buried in the bottom of the closet for a period of months, oh, if not longer. Then you washed it, I hope, at least. Or no. We,
1: oh, we, no, it's clean. Oh it my went gosh. in clean
0: it comes out clean. All right.
1: More evidence on why this guy needs to lay on this the couch was ne- this was next washed. to a psychiatrist shortly. This was washed. Shortly. Shortly. Because of you. Please, all PTSD, psychiatrists, please, help from this I'm walking
0: guy. into the bathroom that somebody didn't lock, <laughs> and he's sitting on the toilet. <laughs> it explains the, all PTSD. of my issues. <laughs> I had the issues before, but that didn't make it any better. Thank you. So uh, we are here for the next four days. Today, we apologize for throwing everyone off Kilter because 7-9, to nine, there was no point being on Nobody 7 Nobody was here. There are plenty of people here now. We will have plenty of guests coming up. I don't want to oversell. You will see them as they arrive. Yes. We've already talked to people like Giants GM Joe Shane. We've talked to Titans head coach Brian Callahan. Right. They're getting ready to put Let's the list. Let's They on, started to put the going. list. I was like, no, they didn't. They heard me. It's like, maybe we shouldn't. Chargers GM Joe Hortiz right. and Bears GM Ryan Poles, right. the man of the hour, the man of the moment. Yes. Everybody wants to know what he's going to do. Right. We talked to him for about 10 minutes. We've got some sound to play. We are ready to play it once I find what the throw is I mean, to pick number one,
1: pick number nine, Justin Fields. They just changed OC. Caleb Williams out there, right? Strong quarterback class. You know, you could replace
0: Fields if you want to. And you fields and I both said. Progress. You and I both said. Yes. Keep Fields. Yeah. Trade the pick. Right. Load up on more lottery right. tickets. And move forward. Yeah. But but it doesn't feel that way. Well, and th- let's hear some of what he yeah. said, and then you can share your analysis because it it hit you harder than it hit me. But after hearing you talk about it, I agree with you. Let's hear for now, Ryan Poles on how his experience with the Chiefs when they drafted Patrick Mahomes in 2017 impacts his approach and what Justin Fields, the current quarterback of the Bears, needs to improve upon. Here he is. You want to use history. You want to use past experiences right. as, as much as possible. Um, you can lean on, on that to help you make those really tough decisions. Um, but at the same time, they're all very unique yeah, in this sure. setup. So. Um, but it's definitely important to kind of tap into some of those past experience. I thought you saw some growth with his ability. Obviously, we all know he can make plays with his legs. No doubt. Um, I thought you saw him extend plays and keep his eyes up and start to, to make plays down the field with his arm. Um, I thought he protected his body a lot better yeah, this year. Right. he did. Um, but then continue to, to improve from the pocket, um, continue to improve in those two-minute situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because if we want to be a championship-caliber team, those, those two-minute situations are, are absolutely critical. And your assessment after we spoke to Ryan Poles is that Justin Fields will be improving on those things with another team. Yeah, that's kind of what, well, you know, taking it all into
1: account, right? Taking the change of the offensive coordinator, right? I've watched a little Caleb Williams film, okay, that as well. You know, hearing how he's viewed through the NFL. Then we're talking about, wait, the league's close, and we're watching a guy that, you know, wins games with razor-tight margin and 15, right? Patrick Mahomes. It's so important in those categories, right? And then... He to bring that up kind of like, hey, you still need to be a, you know, better in the pocket, better in two-minute, those to me, again, I, I don't I want I to say Freudian slip or anything like that, but I think those are things that are honestly still in their brain, which is a little concerning when you're talking about, wait, we might have to pay this guy. He's our franchise quarterback, all of those. So I think they're kind of letting you know. So between that and then I always go back to what you've heard me say too, just where Ryan Poles came from. He came from a place that took an uppercut or a big home run swing and said, we're going with Mahomes. Right. And GMs usually don't want to go down with a quarterback that they didn't sign, draft, whatever, get to pick. And I think between all that, yeah, I feel like it's certainly going Caleb Williams 1 to Chicago.
0: When he spoke to reporters earlier, right. he apparently said that they want to do the right thing by Justin Fields if they trade him, yes. which could be interpreted as... Yes. They are going to trade. They him. are going to trade. And him. they are going to do the right thing. But and I And mean, time, time sensitive is real here. And, and that's a great point, too, because, look, this is tampering central. Yeah. This is where teams are going to talk to the agents who represent players who are about to become free agents, whether it's Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, if he doesn't stay in Tampa, other guys who might be available, Russell Wilson. I fully expect him to get cut by the Broncos. I don't care what anybody else says. Yep. That ship is sailed. Agreed He's not there. going back. No doubt. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get cut. There's going to be a lot of guys out there, and we see it every year. The musical chairs go, yes. and the seats start to fill. Exactly. So if you're going to trade Justin Fields, you better have a deal in place before somebody pivots to Cousins, Mayfield. That's what happens when the legal tampering period starts. They get on the phone, and literally, it's like, hey, here's our offer for Kirk Cousins. We need to know. Five minutes. Yes. Are you taking a knock? Because right. we're going to move on to the next guy. Because right. the next guy might be gone. Right. So if you're going to get Justin Fields into that pipeline, you better do it now. Do it now.
1: Do it with the most seats available, right? Like what you're, what you're talking about add to the value, and get people competing for the services of Justin Fields. Yeah, we don't want to g- – first off, if we get six weeks down the road, a month down the road, whatever, not only are you going to lose certain people within who you could trade Justin Fields to because they're going to move on and fill those seats with the guys you mentioned, but then also it's going to lower the trade value of Justin Fields. Yeah, because yeah, there's not as many you know seats open, but also it's going to get to – like, hey, oh, what are you going to do, have J- uh, Justin Fields and Caleb Williams in the yeah. locker room? Tell me that, how that works. DJ Moore is going to be telling, I want uh, Justin Fields my quarterback, and but, now Caleb but, Williams but is not there. it
0: did work with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes in the locker room. Yeah,
1: it, it does, but I don't think that's going to happen here. I think this is a little different altogether. And I think the writing was on the wall here. This is one where Justin Fields is he's not ready the writing on the wall. He's like, "Wait, I'm about to hit my prime. I'm not giving it up for anybody," right? So there's a little difference there in that situation. And yes, I think that uh, polls and the fact that he was part of Kansas City and, and taking Mahomes. This is the guy that probably is the closest thing we've seen to Mahomes since he's come out in the draft as far as the way he throws and moves. A lot of similarities, maybe just not as big as Mahomes. I I would be shocked. I I did my pod yesterday. You know, my dad last week, he kind of was like, hey, I watched some of the quarterbacks and, you know, Oh, Caleb Williams, right? So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to watch tomorrow. And I kind of dug in a little bit. And I'm not ready to make rankings or anything, right? But one of the things I said on my pod yesterday is it, it, after watching 70, 80 throws, it's Caleb Williams and the rest. Right. That, that would be where I would say it. It makes it kind of unfun for my quarterback rankings. But I think it's, that's one. And then we'll figure out who's two, no, three, four, Wilson five. Zach Wilson out there. You're going to take <laughs> yeah, on no, 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 you had to bring that up. I I'm just, to, I'm just, I, you're, you're, don't you're bring like it? trying to. No, but you, you and yeah. I
0: have one. We have more things in common than people yeah. would realize. Right. But you want to be different than everybody else in what you analyze and what you conclude. So I think you're kind of hoping to find somebody where you see something that others don't see it that's why I say that oh yeah
1: okay yeah no, well, I think I look that's at why it you think it's boring that it's Caleb Williams everybody I look differently else. You want somebody than else well I think it's that, always fun to the whole month of the right, lead up of right. who's this but and you, who's that in the I conversation think you, want,
0: you want to and I think and I'm trying to compliment yeah, you here yeah you want to spot something that others have missed I, and I you want to be able to that. say this is yeah. what I see in this guy yeah. and this guy's gonna be better just like with Mahomes. right like if your buddy Kyle Shanahan want to listen to you seven years ago we might have three <laughs> or four rings right now right yeah right I was trying
1: to say the same things with DJ Stroud, which was fun last year because I had him in a tier by himself, and, hey, there was a lot of conversation about the other guys. I feel like as we go longer in this process, there's going to be less conversation. This is going to be a yeah. Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray year well, where we're just like, they're number one. Let's move on, and let's try to figure out the order of the rest of these and, guys. And here's the
0: thing, too. If you're the Bears and you're deciding to keep the pick— yeah. You're not deciding to keep the pick because you want to keep the pick. You're right. deciding to keep the pick because you've decided on the player. You've decided on Caleb Williams. And when he talked about Tyson Bajan and the thing that impressed him about Tyson Bajan, yeah. when he comes into the, to the facility and he's around the veterans, he's got a calm to him. That's great, but how do you know that Caleb Williams is going to do that? Yeah. Like, How do you get your homework done on Caleb Williams at the time when you're ready to pull the trigger on a Justin Fields trade, yeah, right. that's the other side of this right. that you really got to thread that needle just right if you're the Bears.
1: Yeah, they definitely do. Now, I would think this is one where it's been on their radar for a while. We've known about. Kay- I would think they have a pretty good feel and you know information base uh, already on what he is. Now, the last piece of the puzzle, and I would bet you it's being expedited a little in Chicago as compared to most years, is. They're probably having coaches right now going, we need the quarterback answers now. Yeah. Like now, right? I think in the perfect world, the Bears would probably like to make this decision within the next two weeks. Yeah. I do. I think, that, you know, as you right. laid it out, right? Got you've to got do All it. these people talking here. Other teams that might Other be teams, interested in Justin Fields are going to move on. Exactly right. So the time is now. And that's where I feel like it's probably a little bit uh, expedited. But yeah, there's some unknown. We know there's some risks there, but I would think this is one where we've seen Caleb Williams coming down the tracks for a while. They got a lot of info on him.
0: We'll get a chance to eyeball Caleb Williams later this week. Friday is quarterback day. We hope to have him on the program. I think he's scheduled to be on. Yep. So I don't want to say anything that would get him to change his mind. But, but if you're the Bears, you got to do the deep dive. You got to go into all the crevices. You got to get all the questions answered. That's the big thing. You know, there were a couple of times where he didn't talk to the media after games. That's the yes. How do we draw? Like. If poise is important, right. if that's what has Tyson Bajan on the upswing, same thing Joe Shane told us about Tommy DeVito, my my uh, compadre, my paisano. Yeah. Poise. Yeah. Right? Like, how do you know that Caleb Williams is a guy that's going to hold it together when he's not having a yeah. good day? right. We've no. seen that. And you and I love studying quarterback demeanor. Yeah. How can we feel comfortable? And you're going to put more pressure on him. You know, that's what I say about yeah. the first overall pick. That's right. If you, it's it's one thing to be the first overall pick, it's another thing to be the first overall pick, and they traded away a guy that we still don't know how good he's going to be. Oh, and you're going to be compared to him. Yeah. Whatever he does, wherever he goes, it's apples to apples because that's a guy the Bears could have kept and Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. Daniels. So it's a lot of pressure on it Caleb is. Williams. I think those are the big those are the things that I hear
1: from the NFL community that is being flushed out. Right, the talent I think is it's undeniable. Right, it's the way he moves. He's got as many platform throws and sidearm things as as a Mahomes does. Right, his arm power and strength are crazy awesome, elite. Right. So all of that's there. I think the thing you're alluding to is the thil, still the thing people are still trying to figure out about Caleb And it's Williams. pretty important. Not talking to the media, like you, like you said, right? And some of the carelessness with the football towards the end of the year. Now, I look at that, and again, I haven't deep-dived this yet, so I don't want to speak too much into it. But I saw enough on TV and watched enough on Sunday this week, uh, this past weekend, to go, hey, yeah. It got a little crazy, but damn, they weren't very good. Yeah. Their offensive system isn't that great. Their defense was historically bad. Historically. So it got a little into what you and I talk about a lot of times, like Josh Allen mode, where he's like, hey, i got to kind of do everything, right? Right. And that led to some bad habits and things like that. So I think those are the two things that are a little bit unfinished business, I think, when it comes to Caleb Williams.
0: What do you do when you're having a bad day? How do you respond when you're having a bad day? Do you dig your way out of it, or do you just give into it? Those are things that you don't know. No. You you don't know. know. And that's why it's a big decision for the
1: Bears. The scouting, the regional scout. Right, the guy that has relationships with the weight coach, the trainers, you know, the equipment people that's where those relationships really come handy in the NFL, right? Because some of these teams have guys that they've been doing the Southern California for the last 30 years and they know these guys that are around these schools to get their little
0: tidbits of info, and that will be critical, critical. right? Critical to our existence today is flexibility and fluidity because next we have Buccaneers general manager. Jason Light, somebody we didn't expect to have. That's why I didn't want to show you the list. We don't know who we're going to have. We're going to have Jason Light next here on PFT Live. (laughs) Tuesday edition of PFT Live here at the Indiana Convention Center, where so much is happening today and so much will be happening the rest of the week. Today, coaches and general managers taking the podium and making the rounds. Joining us now, a guy who has been the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for 10 years. The two-time defending, is it two- or three-time defending? Dary, three-time that's right. Defending. Rub it in, baby. Get it yeah. right, Florio. <laughs> three-time defending, NFC South champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jason Light. Jason, welcome back. How are you?
2: Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on.
0: Wow, always, man. This past year, I mean, this was the year that was supposed to be right. the regression. This yeah. was supposed to be the letdown. It has to be even more satisfying. You know, they say only one team's happy at the end of the year. You guys had to be happy. You get to the final eight, and you give the Lions everything they can handle.
2: Yeah. As you reflect on it, you're happy. At the time, you know, it takes a couple weeks after the last loss. Yeah. But um, as you reflect back on it, it was yeah, just a it was awesome job. Everybody involved in the organization just did a tremendous job. We had to take a unprecedented you know dead money hit and. Take a quarterback that really was out there, and uh, nobody wanted him. Oh, he wanted to come. He wanted to come to the Bucks. Right. So that was great. So. But what did
0: you see that everybody else missed?
2: Well, I'll be honest with you, um, Bruce, who's one of my best friends, and I still talk to you know often. He has always been a big Baker fan. Yeah, sure. And Bruce knows QBs oh,
0: before he took the Bucks job. He said yeah. there was one job he would come back for. It was the yeah. Browns' job right. when Baker Mayfield was the quarterback.
2: So he's always been in my ear. He's been in Todd's ear. Todd actually really liked Baker when he went through the process in that in that draft with the Jets, um, and then they ended up with Darnold. But right. got to know Baker very well, and they kind of had a relationship whenever we played against him. So um, it was you know there was there was some there was some love for him internally, and I think that was a good spot for him to go to. So because of that, so people wanted him.
1: Yeah, yeah, you you alluded to it a little bit the the Brady thing, right? I mean the dead cap money, all that that went along with. I mean, Talk about, you know, we didn't expect anything, the the post-Brady recalibration, right? You know, kind of allude on that and kind of how you had to deal with that in your organization.
2: Well, it was a lot of players uh, that, you know, that were paying the price for, and I'd do it all again. Um, it was, it was yeah, great. Yeah, it was worth that, it. A bull parade is something else. Um, but, um, you know, and it's it's tough for a quarterback to step in Brady's shoes. Yeah, right. It's, it's you know, after he left, after winning the Super Bowl, it's... And Baker wasn't afraid to do it. We, had, uh, we, had a, but we still had a lot of good players, though. We have Levante. We have Tristan. We have Antoine you know, Vita. Winfield. Antoine yeah, Winfield. Sure. And so we still had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. So it, he, he circled us as a place. This is where I'm going to bet on myself and I can revive my career. And he sure did. Did you guys feel like a little bit of a
1: chip on your shoulder? Because everybody counts Kennedy out. Like, oh, the goat's not here, so the bucks are going to fall off earth. I think everybody did, yeah. yeah.
2: I think it's kind of what drove us a little bit this year so I'm hoping I'm hoping there's some naysayers I'm hoping I'm hoping to hear you guys say that we're going to stink again
0: (laughs) I asked that you're going to stink again I asked this question no but you're not I asked this question knowing that candor is going to be difficult but I can't help but wonder organizationally and for you personally was there a sense after the 2022 season that it's just it's time to move past Tom Tom's leaving Tom's retiring, but. We're fine with that. It's time to turn the page. We, we got our Super Bowl, and it's time.
2: I don't know if it's uh, with a player like Tom if you ever say you're fine with it. I think you you come to the uh, – we knew that there was going to be a time and that this was going to end. So, And then when that time came, we're going to have to just look forward, not back. So, And that's what we did.
1: Did you know when it became Baker's team off of that? Like, did you – Was there a spot this year somewhere in the season? Early in the year, it was kind of, oh, we got off to a good start, then it hit a little lull, right? Was there a moment?
2: I think it happened early. So he and Kyle Trask were actually battling. It was a good battle during camp. There were some times when Kyle was ahead of him, in my opinion. And then Baker, at the very end, separated himself with that last couple preseason games. What was it? Was
0: there a moment that gave him the edge? He just... Just...
2: Made more plays, yeah is what it was, right, but you still didn 't know if this was going to be his team, and then it was the Vikings game, the first game of the year, yeah. dropping the shoulder dropping the shoulder, you know having the toughness, being the tone setter, which you don 't want your quarterback to necessarily be, but in our case, it was him, and the team just kind of rallied around him
1: right right no, no you got some big decisions to make, right you got Baker. Right, where does that stand, Baker, Mike Evans, Antoine Winfield Jr.? If you if you don't mind, just kind of discuss those a little bit without giving up too much. Of your, no,
0: give up all you want. <laughs> all, <laughs> don't don't
1: dissuade him. About you can't that trust him before we started for me, a reason. Not kidding.
2: him. Well, we want them all back. Yeah. So, and we're talking to their representatives currently right now, and um, we'll continue to do that this week and next week, and hopefully, hopefully. Get them all back. So, do, do
0: you say to Winfield's agent, you know, your guy wasn't a pro bowler, so that really counts against him? <laughs> no, I don't think we can use that so one. so they answer back, wait, did you see this guy was a pro bowler? So uh, you got to reevaluate
1: that. There were
2: a couple times this year um, in the locker room after the games. I mean, he had several good games, but I look at him and I go, I know, and he'd say, "Yeah, Yeah. I know too." Yeah, Yeah. he knows he's a good player.
1: You know, Mike Evans is always to me one of these enigmas out there. I think guys who watch football on a regular basis, you know, nerds like me who are watching film, we appreciate him. But like in the national media, it feels like he's underrated. Right now, I know he's getting up there in age here at this point, but. Like, what would be your assessment on why he's a little flying under the radar as one of the great receivers of all time?
2: You know, you can say the same thing a little bit. I feel like in Tampa, sometimes we're a little underappreciated. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes along with the chip on our shoulder. Right. Um, you can say the same thing about Levante. You know, I think Levante's. if you look at his numbers, he's he's up there Hall of Fame-worthy numbers. Right. Especially if he plays another year. Yeah. And um, But Mike, I don't know, it just goes under the radar But he is – Man, he's one of the best players in our franchise's history he's unprecedented in a lot of ways and i mean i just can't see life without mike evans so i'm i'm hoping praying at night that yeah. we get something done
1: he's less diva-ish it feels like maybe than yeah, top tier a, receivers
2: unselfish right unselfish selfless right um there was a time when we were you know, a few years ago when we were trying to get chris godwin done and he was like hey take money from me
1: i know that's uh, yes that was so incredible
2: he's uh But now it's time to pay him his respect. He's a a great player, and and, um, um, we're hoping to get all these guys back.
0: Is part of the objective try to get one or two done so you can hold the tag for whoever you don't get the deal done with?
2: I mean, shoot, ideally we'd like to not use the tag and um, get them all done. But, um, you know, it's just we're trying to chip away one at a time. Well, one at a time, but at the same time.
1: What you 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 got, like, the young talent on the team, right, that you, you kind of talked about. Who, anybody surprised you that jumped out there, you know, as far as guys this year that kind of popped on the scene where you might not have been expecting this kind of performance this early on in their career?
2: Well, I'll say one rookie that really did. I think ya-ya. I gonna, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I think so. he's got a chance to be really special. So does our first-round pick, Kalijah. Right. But Yaya is just as big and strong and powerful and athletic, as athletic as he is, um, we got a steal in the third round. I mean, we got basically we got lucky to get him there.
1: He, so. he was like one of the guys last year that came here that was a freak show, and he turned it on, you were like, oh, my gosh, he's got muscles in his ears, right?
2: Right. Had one year of production really in college. So right. it was uh, a little bit of a projection for you. A little bit of a projection, and um, he's got a chance to be really something. And did a lot yeah.
0: without playing a lot this year, like under 50% of the snaps, I think, In defensively. start
2: till you know, first seven games. Um, so uh, there's a lot to be excited about with him and Kalijah.
0: Yeah, so. Kalijah undersized,
1: right? How do you kind of stomach that? Like, you know, we know usually smaller D tackles other than Aaron Donald don't work, right? So what kind of finally put you over the edge with him to go, you know what, this is, let's do it. It's time to draft this guy.
2: Well, I think it's, we kind of hope that he can become Pretty close to Aaron Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you want. Good problem to have. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Definitely.
0: (laughs) So with Baker, franchise tag's available, obviously. You can only use one. Do you feel like he would not react well to the franchise tag, and he feels like he deserves a reward for what he did last year? Do you have, like, a psychological... Like, because he's the center of the team, he's the quarterback, is that part of the, the thought process for you, that using it could be problematic to the relationship in some way? Um, I, I'm
2: not sure, to be honest with you, where he would stand with that. Um, I do know this, that we and our owners have always been uh, conscious of, we just want sure to make sure that, of course, an organization wants to do the best deal that it can so it can assign as many players as they can and, and all that. But we also want to make sure that they're happy um, with their deal. So, um, I think there's a little bit of a psychological element there with the quarterback. Yeah, right. You want to make sure you don't want the quarterback to think that you're. You
1: don't want to be in the locker room being angry or like right. God, they're screwing me over.
2: Right. Right. So I think that goes with a lot of players, a player like Mike Evans as well. Yeah. Sure.
0: sure. Well, your fans should be very happy. Ten years on the job, a Super Bowl win at a time when you got the Patriots floating around and. Patrick Mahomes floating around. You got that one Super Bowl win and you're moving in the right direction. We appreciate some of your time. We wish you all the best this week and beyond. Jason Light, Buccaneers GM. We'll be back Arr, with baby. Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel next here on PFT Live. Bye.
2: Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's, the longest field goal ever
1: attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. You're the best-dressed coach. You came in here looking like Johnny Miami with great great outfit. I just don't see any coaches like that. So I was going to go, oh, man, okay. this guy, look at him, Miami, coaches money. That's what I was coming in Can't though. hide money.
3: <laughs> That's right. Not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> that was great last year. You guys have upgraded. You're tired here. What do you mean upgraded? Have I rubbed up? This I was, rubbed I was, up?
1: I'm in the same room. We're just trying to keep up, baby. Right. No. We're trying to keep up. Now him...
0: Yes.
3: No, there's more you know starch involved in your shirt right now.
0: <laughs> I cleaned out my closet and I found all the stuff that was buried under all the other clothes. That's what he that's, does. That's, to that's, look that's cool. how I go shopping. Right. Oh,
3: right. Dude. Yeah. So you get you get retro looks. Exactly. Organically. Wait. Like I'm. I'm
1: I don't care. It's year two. You're you're not hiding money still. Year three. As we see, year three. Excuse me. You're still not hiding money. No. What, uh, i I mean your get up's pretty cool. I'm not even gonna lie like it's yeah. you're definitely the best dressed guy here. you got a cool watch, and I want you to lift up your f- footwear like your footwear is pretty special. He's got like little gold studs on these things like you that, just, that's because i uh, I'm a part time bedazzler yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, they came with the shoes. Are you like online like huh? shopping or are you going to the store shopping
3: um mostly online online yeah okay, I, I don't really. You know, I don't have social media, and I don't really surf the Internet that much. Right. So that's a, you know, that's randomly. That's your one time you go on and check you know, that stuff check out. Check out some clothes. Film and clothes. Shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I hear yeah. you there.
0: I feel like I know you better than I do because I watched every episode of Hard Knocks. And I loved it. I okay. couldn't get enough yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> But for you, and, did you And love, I like you, you a lot less now. Did you love it? Wait. No, no. I, I um, no, It no. sounded like you were setting it up, no, by the no, 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 like, no. I like you a lot, and the show my, was great. My question, no, my question is, like, for you, yeah. I don't think you really, like, Like, how long did it take you to accept that this is your reality from that point in the season when you come off your bye week all the way through to the playoffs? Well,
3: most of that was done before it was announced when I caught wind that we were going to do it. Um, but, you know, I try as a life philosophy, I try not to swim against current. Okay, you know, yeah, um, pick your battles. Well, things that I can't change, like, am I just gonna um, complain about it, or uh, you know, are you gonna do kind of just move forward as best you can? Well, you know, obviously, it was something that um, you know, on the on the front end of it, you're a little nervous about a lot of different things and residuals, um, but I had time to kind of. Um, internalize some of those issues and then, so at, at some point hey, it doesn't matter how we feel we're going to do it. Well, um, I did think you know, so, so it, I forced myself to find some positivity even before it started. Gotcha. And what I was excited about, yeah. um, the optimism, was that I, you know, there's a lot of things that are unseen in regard to the organization, to what really goes on? How hard um, people are working? The orchestration of an NFL franchise, sure. and in our particular situation, I think um, we have—we're our entire organization is littered with um, more than just competency, with really, really good um, people taking their jobs very serious. So, and, and to see the journeys and how tight the team was—you uh, know—I didn't mind um, that being unveiled. And so that was a positive. It was, uh, you know, it's burdensome on me, on me, but, you know, much of, uh, you know, there's so, no one cares about that. So I couldn't either. Um, being mic'd up all the time is a little weird. Yeah,
1: it's annoying. I'm going to say it for you. I'd have been um, annoyed as the quarterback, I'd have been annoyed. I, I mean, there's nothing you can do, but it's just like, damn. There's a camera in the room. They were moving around yeah. while you're watching film. They're gonna play. It can't clips be and Trying to get out of play you're for a 20 good years. Guy. You're trying to speak. Pod. I know it. You're a football yeah, well, guy.
3: Well, at the same time, I, I didn't. I really liked that there's people that um, you know from our uh, our equipment staff all the way up to players and different different personalities on the team that make you know that make the Dolphins go. Yeah, I didn't mind having. them. That shown a little, and that exposed. I, I hear I was, you. I was pumped about that. It is a weird. You know what people don't realize is when you're miked up for an NFL practice, right, or an NFL game. There's like a camera devoted to to you, you only, right? The entire time, right? Which is never expressed. Yeah. I just kind of pieced it together. I was like, wait. I know. They caught you hitting yeah. the vape pen, and it yeah. was all over Dude, from there. Well, I mean, who knows <laughs> if I have if, if I have a booger in my nose because I can't pick it.
0: <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. There's a lot of tough things there. Yeah. You're right. Uh, you, you, you were saying before <laughs> yeah. that you're trying to take some time to learn what you can from last season. What have you learned, all things considered, from last season? Great regular season. Got to the playoffs. We know how it ended. Open air sub zero in Kansas City. What are you learning from that?
3: You, you learn so much from you know things things that are that are tough in, in the present. You learn so much from you know that the season did not end the way we envisioned at all. Our expectations were uh, much higher than that. Um, but the same way you wouldn't want to get comfortable if you you, you won the Super Bowl when you fall short. Um, I think it's so important to to take a step back and really assess, um, you know, the State of the Union. I think uh, it's been a really cool start of 2024 for the Miami Dolphins because, you know, I'm really confident uh, and and excited about that assessment, um, you know, and and taking all the things that, that we were successful with identifying those not not really just not really saying oh we're good at something and we're bad at this let's assess everything yeah let's assess on a on a clear platform okay and establish what has worked right what hasn't right um and you get a lot of clarity and a lot of um you know motivation to move forward so there is a uh, uh a lot of lessons particularly for me um you know, year three, starting the year three as a head coach, is it is a completely different process than year one or two, right? Um, specifically with the off season and, and how to go back that. So, um, you know, the, the the excited to press forward um, and take the things that we we feel as though we're good at, right? And improve those things to make them even better, and the th- and um, hitting right between the eyes, um, the things that we weren't good at, and um, fixing that. So that's that's a, 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 a healthy a healthy way to live, a healthy way to attack a job, and I, and I feel like we have the people in place to go do that. Okay,
1: all right. I'm glad you went that way because, I mean, we talk about you all the time. we are the greatest. All the, time? All, all the time. time? all the time. All the time. All the time. We talk about you all the time. Yeah, I, you know Your ears me. I'm not a bullshitter. All the, time. I'm, all the time. We talk about you all the time, and especially when it comes to offense. You're, you're arguably the most innovative offensive coach in football right He's now. He's never said that before. Bullshit. <laughs> all right. But, all right. Either way. <laughs> yes. Right? Well, I want to, like, uh, where uh, do you, what do you want to say? What do you want to
3: say? Uh, uh, assessing what? <laughs> what the I, my honesty comments? and transparency of right. these. I am taking the time to believe you know what you're me saying. long he has. enough to know he has said it. but, but, he but it. and I appreciate that thank but, you
1: but where do you learn new things where do you reinvent where do you look to to add ideas like where does it come from because I, I I I love watching your offense and what you do
3: you know I think I think you're you're hitting on an important point that for me I'm not I'm trying to do my job to the best of my ability yeah. at all times and I think part of doing your job is to never have any sort of complacency whatsoever in any facet of it. To always assess and always, you know, to to embrace the fact that you're fallible. And the, the enjoyment of identifying and correcting and improving, um, that's the name of the game. So for me, you know, I'm not looking as a self serving entity to have new ideas so that um, these guys that like me will talk even more about me yeah I know cool. you 're not i know you 're not I know you however the, you always have different problems to solve for me i 'm never closing my mind off to 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 new ideas and, and new directions i 'm more are you a stealer
1: or do you come up with it? Right? Like, that's where. Because I see you do a lot of stuff and well, I go,
3: whoa. Well, inherently. I, McDaniel's
1: the first one and, I saw do and, that and then people steal your stuff. Yeah. I know you steal some from Kyle. Time, um,
3: I have a tough time saying I've invented anything inherently. Yeah. Because um, the uh, forward pass, <laughs> the handoff, <laughs> these are all things that were inherited, right? <laughs> right? So any anything that we come up with um, is a is a, uh, a derivative of, of that. So for me, I have a tough time not acknowledging, you know, everything that's put me, my understanding of, the, of football that puts me in a position to possibly do something that's a part of it. Maybe a, a, uh, the, the formation, maybe the motions unique, but you know, I did not invent um, timing motions at the snap I did not invent motions in general, um, and I did not invent the forward pass. So, right. like, you know, I, it, to me, I don't look at it that way. It's like trying to trying – to, you're ultimately trying to put the opponent at a disadvantage through an uncertainty in football.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: So, like, maybe – and you're trying to take and master an execution of certain fundamentals and techniques in a collaborative way. Um, but you're trying to gain that advantage. So, new things, doing things in a in a different manner. That's inherent to to what you know. I've uh, the lens that I've always looked at things through. Something that you know, all the guys that I've worked with, we've all done together at one one point in time. Um, but you know, I don't I don't see that evolution ever stopping. I think the second that uh, you stop evolving. Yeah. Um, you, you've lost your competitive advantage right. and then you're like everybody else. So mm-hmm. it comes from evaluation. Sometimes you're watching um, a jet motion on run plays. Yeah. Okay? 2018. Right. Um, watching um, Rashard Penny with San Diego State.
1: Okay. Yeah. Playing Air Force. Running back, first rounder. And, right. and
3: for the first time, you saw kind of a fake jet Sweep right. motion for a receiver pass yeah. be, be snapped on one side of the uh, let's say on the right guard right and then with the flow of the jet sweep we saw an uh, outside zone that right. San Diego State was running against Air, Air Force which to us planted a seed of influencing second level defense gotcha. Um, and then 2018 against the um, Detroit Lions, we came out in week one or two, first right. home game, right? And first had uh, a run, whether it was to the right or to the left, go the same direction as the fake jet sweep. That was out of doing doing evaluation for yeah, um, college draft, you know. So that happens. You're doing the same thing in free agency. That can occur. Um, you're practicing in, in phase two or phase three of offseason and something happens. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, the, right. the, Somebody
1: the, makes a mistake and you go, wait, that actually yeah. was open. Like, Let me figure no, that w- out. The, yeah.
3: the outward motion that um, was something that we utilized this year, that's a derivative of um, a guy moving late in the snap on yeah. one play and then just kind of thinking through, well, what, what if we time that up? You know, those types of things. So it's a, you know, I think um, you have to have a situation where you have like-minded individuals thirsting um, from a coaching staff perspective of chasing the new. Um, And you have to have players that are entrusting uh, in their coaches to try stuff that inherently will fail the first time you try it. Right, right. What are you Um,
0: challenging yourself to do as a coach this year, entering year three, to get farther than you have the first two years,
3: um, to you know, I think the first challenge is to truly identify with a w- removing emotion, trying to identify variables that contributed to what would be called the pattern um, in terms of two years in a row. We I think we started out seven and three, and we're nine and three uh, year one, nine and three this year, and the end of the season, ended in a loss, um, like everybody that isn't the Super Bowl champions. However, what, what is, what can we learn from that? Not an overreaction, okay, well, you know, we're getting to really assess, and you, you learn a lot of things that are good and bad about your program when you do that. I think that healthy assessment is so vital whether you win, lose, or draw, but doing it in the scope of, you know, it, it, there's a lot of people that that really were, were hurt by the unmet expectations that we all had. Okay, well, that doesn't mean it's a waste. It means it's a, how can you take last season and the season before and take what you've learned and make sure you're not falling short in the same manner. Make sure if there is a pattern, what what you learn it is to be even, even more convicted in the things that you were previously convicted on, and then different ways that we can kind of, um, you know, really, really prepare ourselves for the long haul and continue that state of evolution that you need to be your best. Um, when your best is required down the stretch. Yeah. Um, I think there is a process of, for all teams that ultimately accomplish the, the goal that everyone has. Super Bowl champions have to learn the, the hard way, generally, right. where you're, you think you're capable of accomplishing it. You, you have everything, what you think to be everything on the line. And you fall short. That is an inherent thing that is shared for all championship teams, and um, that's something that, and it, that's something that we have have gone through where our expectations weren't met. What are you going to do about it? Well, I'm, I'm very happy with the core of, uh, of individuals in the locker room and the coaching staff that we have um, in place to. Uh, be able to take the journey, take the, all that hardship and utilize it for future goals and gains. Um, and that's, that's kind of where I see us at, because I think we have the people with the, um, the mental fortitude right. to uh, take those lessons and, and make sure they are done, not in vain.
1: I got a lot of questions I want to ask you. I don't know how much time we have for you, right? So that's where I'm a little mm. – um, I know. I know you're you know? a busy guy. You probably, you know, got to get a new pair of shoes or something. But, like, defense – Uh Like what? What do defenses do to mess you up with all your motions and like? I feel like when I watch you guys, defenses try things that they don't do on other offenses because they're like, wait, we can't stop all the things that McDaniel's does, so we gotta try some things that are outside the box. Like, right? There was things when I played for Gruden where they did certain things on defense, and it's like, man, this isn't good for our system. Right? What do defenses do to kind of screw with you?
3: Well, you know, it's um, it's something that's an evolving process because you're. You're forecasting the unknown. That's what I've learned specifically with. Forecasting the unknown. That's a good phrase, yeah. Because we, you know, this was not, um, you know, the the elements that teams most fear um, from a defensive perspective when playing us, those elements weren't something that I, I was necessarily, anybody was versed in. I didn't have experience having a. Uh, uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in the same offense, right? So you don't really know well, how they're going to play. The pattern yeah. is that um, you know that seems to move the needle in their preparation the most. That speed on the outside, and that you have to be prepared to have a different presentation on game day yeah. than that defense has done. Um, you know, up until that point in the season, right? And being able to problem solve that, getting used to the way guys kind of. Um, uh, direct that week of practice, Um, having players get used to um, executing a game plan that's kind of um, blind to a degree that you find out in the first quarter. That's what we've gotten comfortable with. And the different manifestations, you know, there's been people that have put pre-snap and post-snap guys in different positions that we haven't seen you know, defenders going five across the board pre-snap yeah, and right, stuff. Right, right. Um, the ultimately, or, or they've just played a, a version of maybe their two-shell defense that they minor in, that they major in with us. Regardless, bottom line is teams will do whatever they have to do to uh, whatever they're doing. They're trying to force execution. Yeah, right. They're trying to force less big plays, you to execute more often so you're, you're, you're finding different ways that you're stressed in in execution points and trying to make sure that uh, that okay the the unseen version of Tampa 2 yeah. is a new rep for us how do we coach through that so everybody can see it the same way right. oh the the um, emphasis on extra reroutes is new for us all these things um, it will always be a new version of it, but you're just learning how to play a little blind, so to speak, yeah. and rely on on your knowns of your scheme, which is something that you have to do in the offseason. Right. This
0: is great insight. And when you said forecasting the unknown, it made me think of the old Mike Tyson quote, everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Yeah. Do you think that your team needs a little bit more of that? hit in the mouth, a little bit more of that physicality, that toughness, that grit, that stuff that Dan Campbell talks about? Mm-hmm. Is there a marriage maybe of what you do with a little bit more just badass in your face? Do you feel like you need some of that?
3: I, I think that's part of the growth of a football team. You know, I think on, on the pra- on the door to the practice field, um, you know, we have three phrases that kind of um, – Summarizes what we want done out on the practice field. Fast, physical, elite technique. Okay, how, how to play fast, how to play physical, and how to play with elite technique, I see is the way we play football. I see what you're, what you're talking about. There's always room to grow in, a, in this physical sport that you're literally just trying to move an oddly shaped ball down the field in a collective manner or prevent it be moved down the field. All that I do think, to answer your question, that is something that um, I don't think we're necessarily void of, but can we get better at that? Absolutely. I think that's something that you're always trying to um, empower your players um, and emphasize, and the better you get, the more convicted you get in whatever scheme you're running, the more you're able to employ that. Because by nature, players want to be physical at this more often than not, there's more physical players than there are not physical players right. in this um, State of the Union, which is the National Football League. The guys that are, have gotten good in football are, aren't adverse to contact. Rather, they flourish in it. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that's a natural evolution um, that I would expect to, to happen take place this year well this has been
0: excellent we appreciate you visiting with us every so, year yeah. here at the combine uh, you, you have to go, go to you have to go to the podium I, we can ask you we more. could go instead tell the podium i don't think they'd out? like our answers I on your behalf about overtime yeah. kickoff i mean we Dude, let's have sh- to, let's like, shut hey, the, the program, program, program down you guys you can wait. go front row we'll <laughs> just <laughs> you continue this overtime overtime. Overtime postseason you win the toss do you kick do you receive do you defer what do you do? man there are
3: Whoa, okay. We don't have enough time. <laughs> bro. <laughs> uh, I know. I mean, I would probably do the thing that would best give us a chance to win the hey, game. Oh, what is that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's compounding variables. There is yeah. compounding variables. There is. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> no man.
0: We'll be back with more from the combine. He is Mike McDaniel. We'll be right back. Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more.
2: Friday. Friday. It's almost like whoever named Friday knew it should be celebrated with free fries. Free fries Friday at McDonald's. Get a free medium fries with any purchase of a dollar or more on the
0: McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: Offer valid through 930 to participate in
0: McDonald's excludes tax.